You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. So uh, with that introduction uh, from, you know, the podcast, uh, welcome to What the Hell Just Happened in HR. Uh, Tiana, would you please introduce yourself and tell everybody who's listening what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Hello, listeners. I'm Tiana Stark. I was formerly a senior solution center advisor at Cedar. I've stepped into a new role now. So I am our senior compliance advisor. You are, and you are um, bringing a really good topic today. We're going to talk about bonuses. Um, So look, sometimes on the podcast, we get into a little bit nerdy stuff. It's maybe a little bit more instructional because what the mm-hmm. hell just happened in HR on this episode is that a, a business has implemented a bonus program for its team. And right. now that impacts, uh, well, that's impacted by wage and hour regulations. Um, and so Tiana is responsible for uh, coordinating our efforts around timekeeping because uh, we have our own timekeeping software mm-hmm. um, it, it integrated into the software that Cedar has, which, by the way, just by the time this gets released, we will have released the new software. So I did a drum roll last time. Maybe that's overused. Horns. Yeah, I like the horns. The name of the software, which is powered by Cedar and built by us, so it's built by HR nerds, is Backstage HR. And uh, so inside of Backstage R, we have a component, which is timekeeping. It's quite sophisticated. We can set it up for you. Absolutely. So, Tiana, you're doing a great job over there. And, and, um, oh, thanks, and there's Paul. just all kinds of factors going on. So there are. in the industries that we primarily work in, which is medical, and we look at dentistry, and we can look at uh, maybe not urgent cares. I don't see a lot of uh, bonus programs in urgent cares. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but we do see it in lots of other medi spas and, and other uh, medically related uh, industries. Definitely. There's some kind of commission or bonus system in there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Tiana, I think what most people don't realize is that these things actually can impact the pay of the person who has already worked hours who are now receiving a bonus. So before we go into the minutiae of that, I just want to put a couple of things out there. Um, for everybody, the reason why, and I like, I have a bonus system here at Cedar. We have kind of rewards and, and, and bonus systems in place. Mm-hmm. What I need you to know, and this is the mind-blowing part, is that when you work the first quarter of a year here and we reward you, reward with a bonus at the end of that quarter, if I have an hourly employee who has worked any overtime during that first quarter where the bonus was subject to, mm-hmm. I have to go back and look at the overtime hours and add that bonus into the overtime hours. I owe them more money. Not only do I owe the discretionary or the non-discretionary bonus, we're going to get into discretionary, non-discretionary, Yeah. Uh, what that means. Not only do I have to uh, pay them that, but I have to go back and look at the record to see if anybody worked overtime because it affects what the uh, wage and hour calls a base rate of pay. Did I do yeah. okay there? You did great. Okay. Now, the thing that I really wanted to get into is I like these kinds of systems because they can incentivize um, engagement from your team. Because Mm -hmm. in order for, well, for me, to me, for a bonus to be effective, it needs to be tied to some kind of performance and outcome. So a lot of times you're, we're giving, uh, a, a practice may give some kind of base 
thing or a set of base things that they want to accomplish mm -hmm. over the next year. And then you break it down into uh, quarters and months and weeks and you take it's it's little tiny baby bites. Right. Absolutely. So a component yeah. one component could be um, we are not doing a good job of asking when we do a good job of asking for referrals. We get more referrals. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that we don't have a great system in place or any accountability around it. Mm -hmm. And it seems like when we get super busy or a little shorthanded, we stop asking for the referrals. And it falls off the and wayside. It, and it yeah. falls off the wayside. Mm -hmm. And what we learned maybe last year when we were on top of referrals, maybe mm -hmm. we had the best referral asker we ever had. And he or she doesn't work for us anymore. Or they got maybe moved up and they're not in, sure. a, they're not in a position. We learned last year that we were able to drive into the practice through referrals an extra $175,000 in income just through referrals alone. Ooh. And that's people who are happy with us mm -hmm. recommending other people. And that's who you want. You want your happy customers uh, recommending more. Absolutely. So we, what we can do is break that down into data. Mm -hmm. And then we can measure the data and we can actually use the data as kind of a gamification and an engagement tool, which mm -hmm. frankly makes everybody's life happier. Yeah. It, and, and gives and them something to work towards. It does. And something to attach to. Like you mm -hmm. can see your place in, in what you're doing and you can see when you're succeeding and you can, uh, no matter who you are, you might be able to come up with better suggestions or a better script or better timing on when you ask for the referral. Yeah. Like, have you ever been asked, you order something online, Tiana, and they send you, uh, and, and so they're mailing it to you, uh -huh. and the next day they ask for you to review the product. Oh, yeah. But you don't have it. I. That happens all the time, right? It goes straight into your email. Like, what did you think about this product? Yeah. I'm like, bro, I got to wait two more weeks for this to arrive in the mail. Yeah, you guys are running behind, actually. <laughs> Do you really want me to review the product that I don't have yet? And then they send it six more times before you get it. And uh -huh. At that point, I put you in spam and you're never going to get the review. <laughs> but I just wanted to point that out because um, you're welcome, America, and all the businesses <laughs> out there. I just want to point out that the timing of asking for that uh, mm -hmm. is is critical and um and so again i i digress i'll come <laughs> back to the path i love the proper use of of bonuses as incentives where you're attaching mm -hmm. it back to data and everybody's got a, a good sense of accomplishment let me tell you what doesn't work mm -hmm. we need to make more money and we've got some data points here and we need to make more sales or mm. we need to uh, we need to twist people's arms, or we need to do that kind of thing. That does not. I mean, it will work. It might work. Mm -hmm. Hard selling people, overselling people, and the you know in the context of a relationship, that might work for a period of time. But what you're going to end up with is a bunch of wrong fit uh, patients and customers. And that's a and really good point. It, it, it's it's you got to be careful because I've incentivized yeah. a. I've, I've had a really super incentivized salesperson um, be a little too arm twisty. Mm -hmm. And you end up with people who purchasing products that shouldn't purchase them in that mindset. They're not ready. Yeah. They may be never ready. They're, you know, so you, so you yeah. just have to be careful. Okay. So I just wanted to point out, these are the reasons why I love doing bonus systems. Mm -hmm. um, I will point this out to everybody. I think that's great, Paula, and it's really good to hear the business owner perspective to that, too. I think you highlight something that actually just sort of blew my mind a little bit, because when I think about bonuses, mm -hmm. you know, of course, I'm coming in from the advisor perspective, right. and it's wage and hour rules. 
And we're yeah, going to yeah. get to that in just a second. So yeah. that's usually what I'm thinking about. But just from your perspective, I think the efficacy of having a bonus based on referrals and what that does for longevity too, you know, is attracting people who want to do business with you and are referred by people who are happy and like that pipeline that it sets up in that way. And and that's something that's going to pay dividends for a long time rather than just getting more sales, you and know, selling a, more product when people don't need it or whatever that might look like. And you're sharing in the success. You're, yeah. you're connecting your team to the income. So it's one thing for someone mm-hmm. to walk into your office and not know anything about anything and demand a raise. Yeah. It's another thing for someone to walk into your office and say, I'd like a raise because I know I'm the one who fixed the referral thing and I did this and I did that. And, and now Mm -hmm. they can share in the income. The the whole team can share in, in, in the the business moving forward. Okay. So we only have so much time on the podcast. We have to get into the, we have to get in the nitty gritty. There's one other point that I wanted to make before we jumped into the, uh, the, the kind of technical side of this. Mm. Um, what was the point that I wanted to make? Well, it'll come up and I'll interrupt you and knock you off your that train of thought. That sounds great. Yeah, just knock me off my train of thought. All right. <laughs> but I, I want to set a scene and okay. how this comes to us. So frequently we'll be talking to a member and we're looking at their handbook, adding policies, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I want to add a bonus policy. Or I have, I'm, I'm giving bonuses. Or I give bonuses. And I saw I needed to, I read your article and I see I need to do something about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it comes up that way. And so I should have a policy that reflects this as well. At our office, we call it a discretionary bonus. Mm-hmm. So this will be the way this That's is what they tell you. They're yeah, like, they tell me it's discretionary. It's discretionary. Yeah. yeah. So when I hear that, and if you're a member out there listening to this podcast, you're going to get a series of questioning from any one of us when you tell us that. And it's really just because we want to make sure you do this right. Is what it, is. <laughs> it is a cross-examination. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what this looks like is, you know, I'll want to know, you know, first off, how does somebody earn this bonus? And a lot of times the answer to that question is very much in line with what you were just talking about, we Paul. We have a set like, of goals. Oh, we yeah, have we data. have a set of goals. If we hit it, we, we give it. Yeah, meeting certain referral numbers or how many Invisalign cases, you know, we're able to get people to sign on for. Let me, mm-hmm. let me, um, let me um, inject, the, inject this. How sure. would it feel to everybody listening out there if you were on the receiving end of this and at the end of all of that, of everything we've been mm-hmm. saying and, what, and you were going down, we said – you, and you may or may not get a bonus of an undetermined amount if we hit all of these numbers. How, how impactful would that be? It would be zero impactful. Yeah, that would stink. But that would be discretionary. <laughs> That's, yeah, there if it is. You, if you kill uh-huh. it, we may or may not give you a specific, some amount of money. It could be mm-hmm. $5, it could be $5,000, mm-hmm. or it might not happen at all. That is a discretionary bonus. Yeah, and I think the way that this gets misunderstood. So uh-huh. first off, if you told me that, that uh-huh. it's based on meeting certain goals, I am going to tell you this is actually not a discretionary bonus. Right. This is what we call a non-discretionary bonus. Yeah. And this is really something where the parameters have been set forth by the Department of Labor. You know, this yep. is part of the Fair Labor Standards Act. When you are having people work towards specific performance-based goals, then that is not 
discretionary any further. You know, a true discretionary bonus is out of the goodness of your heart. At the end of the year, you wanted to give out a holiday bonus. People don't know about it. It's not something you put in writing. You're mm-hmm. not promising it. You know, it's just something that happens. Hey, nobody had to work towards and, that. And in fact, and mm-hmm. this is part of the rules, every now and then you don't give the bonus. Yeah. Regardless of what's going on, either you can't, you don't, or you won't. Mm-hmm. So giving a, if you, if you give a, a non-discretionary bonus, we'll mm-hmm. call it that, out on a regular basis, guess what that is? That's a, that's, <laughs> that, that is not, I mean, if you, a give discretionary, yeah, bonus. if you give a discretionary uh-huh. bonus out on a regular basis, that becomes yeah. a non-discretionary yeah, bonus. Yeah, that's totally non-discretionary. It's, 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 it's a fact pattern. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's a regular expected thing, you know, and so that's where it really comes down to if you're giving a bonus that is just, you know, I might give a holiday bonus if we had a good year, there weren't any specific goals that had to be met. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at our numbers. You don't really need a policy for that. That's Mm -hmm. just something that you give. Yeah. But the inverse If it does have performance criteria, I think sometimes business owners think, oh, it's a discretionary bonus because at my discretion, I might be able to change the terms or I might be able to do something different with that. And you do, to a sense, have the discretion to, in the future, maybe that bonus program will look different. Going forward. forward. Tomorrow. In the next hour, uh, the Mm -hmm. bonus has changed. I'm I'm making a discretionary change, a discretionary Mm -hmm. decision to make a change in the bonus system going forward. But, Tiana, Mm -hmm. how does that impact maybe the first half of the quarter? Can I go back and change the rules? No, you can't. No. Yeah, so it can't be changed So you don't have discretion there. Yeah, so you don't have discretion there. You have discretion in very limited Uh ways. And so that's where... I have to reiterate this for retention. (laughs) You know, what you said in the beginning, Paul, is that when you were giving this quarterly bonus to the team and it was based on goals that you set, you're going to have to factor that full amount in and look back at the earning period Mm -hmm. to which people were earning the bonus and see if any of the non-exempt employees worked overtime. Non-exempt, by the Mm -hmm. way, is our nerd term for hourly employees. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, Mm -hmm. um, Tiana, I can say this. No overtime Mm -hmm. worked. This is not your problem. Totally. You just yeah. award the bonus like you normally do, discretionary, non-discretionary. Mm-hmm. You give the bonus, you take out the taxes like you always do, and you and you give the, the money to the employees. Definitely. Also yeah. for employees who are exempt, this does not impact it does not impact them because you are not paying right. exempt employees a base rate of pay based on their hourly work. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're, in, you're in a different model. So I think it's a good question to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're offering a bonus, it's based on performance criteria. Is it common at my office for people to go into overtime? Okay, now I have a ton mm-hmm. of questions for you. Okay. Okay. Um, Tiana, you don't, I, this is a loaded question. I'm trying to figure out how to ask the <laughs> question so you give me the answer I'm looking for. So here we go. I mean, you <laughs> no know the pressure. answer. No, no, no. I don't know if I know how to answer the ask the question so that I get the right answer. I want to say it's probably the mm-hmm. most important factor. It's an overall. Oh, this is like this is good. <laughs> I feel like uh, we're playing some kind of game here. Okay. Um, 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 the 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 scenario is is someone's mm-hmm. worked for you. There's a bonus uh, 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 system in place, mm-hmm. and um, um, they don't make it to the end of the uh, b- 
bon to the end of the quarter or the end of the month, whatever mm -hmm. whatever you set and your policies and stuff for when it's awarded. Okay. Um, what is the most important thing that um, you have to say in your policy uh, in order to make sure that there's no misunderstanding about who or how this is this bonus is owed? Okay, so there should always be a component in that policy that says that you must be employed, you must be working for the full duration yes. of the earning period. Yes, and do you know nobody knows that, and, it, and we don't see it show up in any of the bonus policies? Yeah. Let me ask wow. you this other question. Should I take my bonus system? You know, I've mm -hmm. worked this complicated thing out with all the data and all the things, and I've got one thing for the hygienist. If we're talking about a dental office, yeah, um, maybe I have another thing. Maybe we'll go into a, di a different kind of medical setting. Um, satisfaction, mm -hmm. uh, uh, satisfaction survey with how they were treated coming in. Oh yeah, hospitals do that all the time. Uh -huh. So maybe I've got a bonus system for that team because uh -huh. um, I'm trying to incentivize everybody to get in the game with me and, and make the the patients and the customers happy. Sure. Should I take all that and tuck it into the employee handbook? No, not for the specific teams. You know, yeah. we want to keep the handbook applicable to everybody. And, right and, and just every think of it single in that situation mindset. and you don't want to come back and change the employee handbook so the exactly. bonus system is acknowledged but it's outside in writing but yeah. separate from the handbook separate because handbook. your hygienists don't need to know the incentive programs that your front desk employees are working towards vice versa you know it's can i mm -hmm. can i use the bonus as a hammer no <laughs> I, you know what i mean like if you're bad or you do something I don't like, I can take your bonus away from you that you've already earned. Oh, not in that context. You can't take away what's already been earned. Wait but a minute. Let wait me a speak minute. To this. Wait a minute. Uh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Okay. Let me just say this. I have an employee who uh -huh. is just sucks. <laughs> And everybody else is covering for this employee. Yeah. And I don't think that this employee should be entitled to to um, uh, participate in the bonus. Or at least I should, can I use the bonus to send a, me a punishing message to them, either by excluding them from it or maybe reducing it for them as a way to send a message that they better get in line? Here's what I would recommend. So <laughs> She's very uncomfortable right now. If you're watching this, you can see. I'm she's squirming. Just, she's just if, squirming. If they're going to show the video yeah, here. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sweating a little bit. Yeah. No. Um, but in all seriousness, you do, you want exceptional people to get the bonus, right? That makes sense. And you want people to meet certain criteria. You have earning certain criteria. Cri certain criteria. Certain criteria. Now you could say that you need to be in full compliance with all of our policies. Not in any trouble. Not in any trouble. No disciplinary actions, that kind of thing. But the way to phrase it, and remember, we have to comply with the DOL rules now. Mm -hmm. Because if this is non-discretionary, this amount of money is considered earned wages. Yeah. What you can say is that you may be disqualified from future earning periods right. if you don't comply with these standards. So it's not so much, hey, you suck this month, you're not going to get this bonus right. that has been promised to you that you've been working towards, but rather it's telling that person that moving forward next period, you will not be eligible because of what happened this month. So that really is the safest way to do it. So it's it's not to say that you can't hold people to certain standards because you absolutely can, but you just want to be really cognizant of right. Yeah, 
we're we're not saying that we're taking it away. Language is important yeah. in writing too. Yeah. Like Did, those nuances are important. So we've got a little bit of in order to be qualified for this, you got to be mm-hmm. here when it's time to award it. Mm-hmm. So that kind of takes care of the person who quits or gets fired or whatever. They're not owned. They're not owed a a, a portion of uh, of it. A yeah. prorated amount. Of Can it. I throw something out there yeah. real fast with yeah. that too? Um, a common question we get is. Somebody has quit our practice and they left before it was time for us to pay out the bonus. We know what we owe them, but it wasn't time to pay it out. By the way, everybody, this is another component. (laughs) We're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but this rabbit hole. But yeah, but this rabbit hole. So we had our bonus period in the month Mm -hmm. of April Mm -hmm. and we end up giving that April check at the end of May. And this person resigned somewhere in the middle of May. Mm -hmm. That's not the same thing that we were talking about earlier because that employee was employed for the full month of April uh-huh. so they still get that bonus check you're right. going to send it out to them even after they separate right so we so would, we would we would advise you to yeah go ahead and pay that amount yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. as long as uh, maybe they're not in jail for stealing from you yeah um, but had that employee left yeah. April 20th they weren't employed for the full period so they're uh, not owed that bonus yeah if you have that in writing okay so this has been very enlightening We've given everybody, I think we're going to be at about 20 minutes here. Uh, uh, I hope everybody who's listening got something out of this. Uh, What the hell just happened in HR on this particular episode is that there are bonus systems in place and commission systems in place Mm -hmm. um, throughout America and different businesses. I try to make the case for them. I think they work. There are a lot of work to make them work. You have to connect people to the success through the data you're going to miss your goals sometimes you you use that in order to uh, help get people to help you to solve the problems and, and make your business better on the other side of it you're sharing in the success with your employees uh, in, in a very very real way and it can be really positive positive. and there's an way. FLSA rule about it there's wage and hour rules about it and also we just I'm going to say this none of your timekeeping systems and none of your payroll companies get this right Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. Even our timekeeping system has trouble factoring this in. Any timekeeping system does. All, all, all of them, be, be, yeah. because of the complication of. But that's maybe mm-hmm. for another, uh, another subject. Maybe for another day. But yeah. if you are a Cedar member, we have a calculator you can use mm-hmm. to help compute. You know how to calculate overtime correctly. Mm-hmm. So we're happy to help you with that. Yep. But I just want to throw out bonuses can be a great thing. You just want to work with a trusted advisor mm-hmm. and somebody who's an expert with labor laws in your state and on a federal level just to make sure you do it right there's that pitch for cedar you guys do such a good job over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, i'm a little bit biased thank you about that. Yeah. all right Maybe so thanks so i appreciate it this is great thanks thanks for joining us for this week's episode of what the hell just happened do paul a favor and share this with your network if you have an hr issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives.